I'm Anne. And I'm Lita. And this is Vodka Lemonade Stand. Cheers. Cheers. Excellent. What are we planning to talk about today? Oh my gosh. Okay, so we're going to start with the news of the week. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. I say mm-hmm. news, I specifically mean celeb news. Celeb news. I'm not talking about any real news. There are so many other podcasts that do that so nope. well with much more informed people. Nope. Listen to those. We're here to provide a break. Yep. And entertainment. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Anyway, so we're going to explore that arena briefly and then we're mainly today I think gonna talk about the originals and I've been going hard we finished our first Mm -hmm. season um and just started season two and you know if this podcast goes the way our podcast normally go we'll end up talking about a lot of other things oh yeah so just be along for the ride but uh oh that was a Lita-ism cute (laughs) (laughs) um we're just slowly becoming each other I mean that's just what happens in friendship you start to like take on each other's mannerisms and mm-hmm. I don't know like Becca says things that I say now like she said we were driving the other day and something I do when I'm driving is if someone does something really stupid I'm like okay friends but friends <laughs> actually kind of means dumbasses yeah, you know yeah um and she did that while she was driving and I was like eh, eh, that's me that's me I've caught myself being like simmer <laughs> That's another elitism. So, You're welcome. Hooray. <laughs> I got Sarah to start saying iconic all the time, too. Oh, I do say iconic. Yeah. It's that's, good. That's it's good shit. Wonderful. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Uh, bringing it back. So we should talk about the divorce first so mm-hmm. we can start or end on a happy note. Right? Yes. Okay. So in case you live under a rock, Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan Tatum how you say her name right dewan do, do, how's it spelled d-e-w-a-n yeah i mean that's how i say it um they're getting a divorce <gasps> i know r.i.p love i know because they were such a funny story like meeting on the set of step up mm-hmm. and they had a really good episode of that um lip sync battle show mm, with chrissy mm-hmm. Teigen. Yeah, I watched that. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She like did his dance from Magic Mike. Excellent. And he did Beyonce. Oh, I didn't remember what he did. What Beyonce song did he do? One of them. But then Beyonce came out. Oh, <gasps> no. Yeah, it was oh, that's great. crazy. Okay. Awesome. I have to go back and find that on YouTube. Um, so RIP Love is Dead. Mm-hmm. We have very few couples left remaining that give us hope. And they include John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. Oh, bless uh who else oh emily blunt and john krasinski oh yeah i just saw that movie oh yeah how was it i like the first part mm. okay <laughs> fair enough um but i i mean i'm picky about my endings so that's fair uh what other celebrity couples are keeping love alive are there any others i mean i used to feel that like i was very invested in beyonce and jay-z staying Ooh. together but now i'm like Ooh. i feel like beyonce could do better yeah yeah i mean but I trust her decision making. Yes. Yeah. Because we can never be in their shoes. We can look at a situation and say, like, objectively, from this third party perspective, like, I think you can do a lot better. Mm-hmm. But she's the one who's there. So we trust her decisions, even though we're kind of like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually really funny that you bring up Beyonce because 
um, one of my coworkers sent out an email that was so vague, but it was just like, we should appreciate like how, like the, the hard work that, um, you know, Beyonce has put in and we should all listen to some Beyonce songs to celebrate it. And I was like, what happened? And then I found, um, Jay-Z's interview, um, where he was talking about how they went to therapy and he said something about how Beyonce chose to not see him as the worst things he had done, um, or as the worst version of himself. Um, and I was like, I don't know if that's like uplifting or sad. Wow. I mean, as someone who bears a lot of grudges, I can't relate. I can't relate either. I would have been like, bye. Yeah. Like a long time ago. Yeah. But I guess that's marriage for you, kind of, right? Yeah. Because it's a lot easier to say bye before. Yeah. I guess, yeah, it's probably just like the concept of marriage puzzles me, which is why I have just the weirdest time watching The Bachelor and Bachelorette. I'm like, why are you like this? God knows, Anne. God knows. So, R.I.P. Channing and Jenna. Channing, single on the We'll market. miss you, although Channing is single now. Although, I I think younger Channing was a lot more attractive than now Channing. What I do you think? I feel like he's someone who's earned my respect. I okay. think I didn't take him seriously in his step-up days, mm-hmm. but in his post-Magic Mike days, I'm like, you know what? I respect you. Okay. And I, know, I like Fair what you're doing. I can see that. You know? bisexuals in media (laughs) and that's true that's true that's something we don't really talk a lot about Mm -hmm. with him specifically yeah and part of that may have been there's kind of a a layer of invisibility there if you're with a woman as a man people like to read you as straight even though that might not be the whole truth that's true i also think there's some element of like the like manly yeah masculinity and bisexuality are a whole thing yeah i haven't read enough into to speak on but it's fascinating yeah we're also like two ladies so we can only speak to it so much we should get guests oh are we gonna tease are we gonna tease our next guest i mean do you i mean the we can tease the concept of having guests. Okay. I don't know if you want us okay. to tease Maybe at the very end, but we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But we are going to have guests. We actually have two guests already planned. Hell yeah. We're getting serious. Um, Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, What are the latest updates for the pod? Oh, oh my gosh. We have so many updates. Okay. So Anne and I had a work weekend last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we made a logo. We uh-huh. made a website. Uh-huh. We are on Apple fucking podcasts. Boom. You can subscribe We're on the podcast, podcast now. app. Yeah. Rate and subscribe. Rate and subscribe. It's true. Um, and it's all very exciting. We feel super legitimate. Uh, yeah. It's a rush. I highly recommend it. Please start a podcast. It's like no other feeling. No, except don't start a podcast. Do not (laughs) start a podcast, but about something else. There you go. And then we can have crossover content. There you go. We like our niche. Mm -hmm. Stay out of our niche. Oh, we'll come. We'll come for you if you get in our niche. We'll catfish you if you come. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're not allowed to talk about the originals. We're already covering that. So find a new beat. Yeah, exactly. It was funny because Anne went to my yoga studio with me this morning because April is bring a friend for free month. And so we went to my my yoga studio and I told her that we were going to be recording a podcast later today. And she was like, oh, I want to start a podcast. What's your podcast? And I was like, "Uh." (laughs) it's not about yoga. It's not about yoga at all. This is the first (laughs) time we've talked about yoga. I like I know that for a fact. Yeah. 
That sounds right. But yoga's great. Anyway, um, we're super legitimate now. We did a lot of work. We're really proud of it. We're really excited to have a logo and a website and mm-hmm. have people be able to subscribe. Soon? I don't know. Theme song is coming up. That is Send us TBD. your ideas at Vodka Lem Stand on Twitter if you have a, like... <laughs> preference for what kind of theme song you want to sing. Yeah, because basically all I could come up with was a feminine version of the Love It or Leave It theme song. I mean, that's kind of it. That's kind of it. Like poppy and peppy, but not too like tied to any specific genre. I yeah. Don't know. It's the like creation of it. I think that's the the hard... It's not like the execution. It's the, you know, concept. Sure. I think yeah, that's the hard part. Absolutely. Because otherwise, Beck and I jammed for two hours last night. We are building our repertoire. Ooh. Um, so we could always, you know, perform the theme song. But we would need a theme song first. You know, for when we get really famous and have live shows. <laughs> In New Orleans. But anyway, to make that happen, okay. y'all have to rate and subscribe. Yeah, seriously, rate and <laughs> subscribe. Um, so yeah, that um, that was our little pod update. Yep. Big shit. What else happened aside from divorce? Okay, so I texted in this week because I have called... Lily Reinhardt and Cole Sprouse. Lily Reinhardt obviously being Betty from mm-hmm, Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Cole Sprouse being Cole Sprouse, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have called them being together. I could tell by, like, one of their first Instagram pictures together. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm yeah. really good at this game. I'm really good. At, because in high school, people always tried to be so, like, sneaky. Yeah. And keep things secret. And I always knew. Mm-hmm. I always knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I saw those pictures and I was like, and then he's a photographer, right? Yeah. So he used to take pictures of her. Probably still does. I don't follow him on Insta- on Instagram, but he would take pictures of her, and I would be like, "Ooh, like there's a mm. there's something here." More than yeah, exactly. And recently, someone asked her at um, a convention or something whether they were together, and she went on this whole rant about privacy. And like, I get it. Um, I do think you give up some of your privacy being a public figure, um, but that's really murky territory, so yeah. we're not going to get into the yeah. politics of that. Um, but I'm, like, pretty sure they're together, and they're not denying it. They're just saying, like, it's none of your business, which I think kind of is an affirmation. Yeah. If it's not, if it's not like, no and it's none of your business, then it's yes. I think so. I think you're right. So... I don't know. We probably won't get any sort of confirmation because they've been pulling this shit for like the past year. But they were holding hands in the Paris photo. Oh my gosh, I forgot about the Paris photo. Fo- and oh, he's wearing a turtleneck. He looks like the douchiest, douchiest he, guy ever. He looks like someone in like a, like dressing up as Steve Jobs. But like hipster like Steve Jobs. Hipster Steve Jobs. Yeah. Like, like fashion Steve Jobs. Yeah. Steven Jobs as styled by <laughs> Marc Jacobs. Yes. I don't think the turtleneck works. Maybe it was chilly. And the I don't glasses. Know. It was Use the glasses scarf. and the turtleneck. It was but a I bad. Like the glasses. Well, I'm saying it's a bad combination. <laughs> it was like a lot all mm, at it's once. It's one or the other. If it had been like a flannel and the glasses. There's yeah. some like weird shit happening. <laughs> there are children. There are children. In the that didn't even. That sounded like a dog. Oh, there are dogs in the building. Oh, too. okay. <laughs> yeah, that's legit. We're just going to ignore it from now on. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was in the glasses. I like a good wire framed, like, uh, round glasses these days, uh, as evidenced by my excitement over Black Panther. Also, if you hold hands with a person in public, like you have to expect that people are going to ask questions about it. Like in Paris. I mean, I hate to you know romanticize any sort of physical affection, but like holding hands, 
people are going to draw assumptions. You mm. have to know that. Yeah. I'll link arms with a friend, but I handle the hand. We haven't made out. I'm not holding your hand. Really? I'm, well, I'm a hand holder. I'm like a touchy person in general, though. So. I'm an arm linker. That's fair. That's fair. I can see that. It makes me feel like a, like a retiree taking a stroll through the park with my pals. How weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, whatever works. <laughs> um, so those are the two, like, I don't know, newsworthy things yeah. that happened this week. This I weekend. Think. Okay. So ignoring the dog barking, moving on. Um, we're here today to talk about the originals because Anne and I have gone so hard on the originals. Mm-hmm. We are addicts mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and we're not mm-hmm, afraid to mm-hmm, say mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we tried to watch a different show today because we, we wanted to go back. To I know I had, I had content plans about us talking about different supernatural television shows and we tried and we just jumped ship which we literally jumped ship on account of the show that we tried to watch was what's it called again siren siren new freeform show about mermaids mermaids in a small washington beach town much like secret circle instead of witches it's mermaids so much secret circle but like yeah yeah but we were well we had just finished season one of the originals Mm -hmm. And we were just, like, itching to go back. So we literally set a time where we're like, okay, if something, like, really wild doesn't happen in the next five minutes, we're switching back to the originals because I just want to know what happens next. Yeah. We thought a kid was going to get eaten, but then he didn't. So no. it was kind of a letdown, honestly. Spoiler alert for the pilot of... <laughs> for the first 20 minutes of the pilot of Siren. <laughs> that kid that you think is going to get eaten... He doesn't. Doesn't get eaten. <laughs> and so that there's no payoff. No payoff. Go back to the originals. Yep. So we did. Um, <laughs> it was a good decision. Worth it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Isla, let's let's get into it. Okay. I just I love the original, and I, I think I wasn't expecting to love it this much. I think no. I was like, oh, you know, like I like Vampire Diaries, and I sure like a lot of those characters are worth watching on TV. But I'm like so invested now. Mm-hmm. Literally, anytime that like Elijah and Haley kiss, which they do finally. Not very often, but Not it for, does twice, happen. A total of twice. I like scream and then can't breathe, and then all my, my whole body tenses up because it's that exciting for me. <laughs> We're really invested. Uh-huh. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, yeah, we're we're enjoying it a lot. I think. Why do we like it so much? What is it about the originals? It's so dramatic. Yes. But in different ways. Mm-hmm. Each character is extra in their own specific way. Okay. So, like, Klaus is extra because he's so theatrical mm-hmm. all the time. His, like, anger level is always at 10. His, like, anxiety level is always at 10. And he, like, plays it up. He, you know, he can't mm-hmm. just be chill about anything. No. Literally nothing. Exactly. Mm-mm. And Elijah's like, I'm holding to my principles. And he just, like, cut that, like, stare. He got stubble in the second season. And it's, like, such a... We both turned to each other. We were like, oh, my God. It was so intense. It... We we needed a moment. I'm doing, like, a fainting couch pose right she, now. She's, like, literally feet from the microphone, but still in her chair. It's impressive. <laughs> um, so there's that. And then... 
Yeah, it's like similar vibes from Marcel, who's like just like oh the most beautiful, smoldering at all oh times, my God. and then like kind of as a foil to Klaus, but like loves Klaus and also has weird things. It's very about complicated Elijah and weirder things with Rebecca, and it's it's a whole deal it is. because these like relationships go through so many phases over the past like I don't know three hundred years. Mm-hmm. So there's always <laughs> dirt to dig up that you didn't know about. Like, even just recently, we learned that there's, like, beef between Elijah and Marcel because, like, Elijah, like, pushed him away so that he could form a better bond with, like, Klaus. So Klaus wouldn't be as insecure, basically, (sighs) because Klaus is needy AF. Uh Uh-huh. And you're just going to see how it all plays out in (laughs) a a world that's filled with, like, confusing witch magic that doesn't make sense half the time, but is spooky and compelling anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of throat slitting, mm-hmm. like an unnatural so amount of throat much. slitting. So, and it, it made me scream out loud. Yeah, we, oh. And I wasn't even that drinking finale, That finale, that finale. I just, I did a sober scream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's some, you know, human sacrificing going on. Casual. Uh, Werewolves mm-hmm. who are dumb but sexy, but also very dumb. Are they sexy? I think they try to be sexy. Oh, okay. And I think they have enough confidence that sometimes it works. Mm. Okay. Um, it's great. And it's so inspired a vacation. So that's <laughs> yes, one of these days we're going to pack our bags. We're going to head to New Orleans, French Quarter. It's going to be great. And, uh, be like, oh yeah, soaking up the, uh, we'll do the originals size. tour. Yeah. <laughs> the one street corner that they've actually went on location to film probably. Actually, something was filming in New Orleans when I was there, oh, but really? I don't know what it was. Mm. That was back in. 2014 mm-hmm. could have been the originals that's exciting there's no way to know anyway the originals is great yeah because i think i think i'm i've been saying this is like i started out and i'm like okay like these are the characters we like like and are rooting for and these are the characters we don't like and then we're rooting against but i feel like now it changes every episode and everybody's always at odds with each other in different ways mm-hmm. like the conflict shifts mid-episode yeah once or twice an episode it feels like mm-hmm. so there's a lot to keep up with yes but it keeps you interested also yes i think that's part of the nature of a show where characters have been connected for a thousand years mm-hmm. there's a lot of shit there flashbacks there's a lot of shit to unpack hello flashbacks. um and I don't know. You can't possibly feel about someone one way for that long. You know, like things are always going to evolve. Yeah. But also what's great about it is obviously over a thousand years, none of them have grown as a person. They're all like the exact same level of like petty and like mean that they were when they became vampires, it seems. I think they're more complex now. Yeah. But But Klaus is never going to have chill. No, he's always going to be kind of psycho. Rebecca's always going to be Super kind of a mess. Yeah. Um, and Elijah always is always going to be... Rule follower. The principled one. Yeah. I'm making yeah. air quotes. <laughs> as principled as a murderous vampire can be. Yeah, I mean, when we're introduced to him in the Vampire Diaries, the first thing he does is rip people's hearts out. And mm. it's like, yep. That is, that There's is a guy in a suit Elijah ripping move. people's... Ripping people's... I, I think he does like it, too. He I seemed really he excited to get in, in that, like, um, you know, vampire showdown mm-hmm. where, of course, the entire mob of vampires is coming at him one at a time. That's <laughs> so dumb. Like, I understand that not, like, all 100 of them can come at once because logistically that just doesn't make sense. But if they only come one or two at a time, 
Why even bother? Yep. I don't know what you expected. He's just gonna... He's literally invincible also. Yep. So unless you could, you like, put like him a, down for a little bit, but... Unless you have, like, a, a white ash steak, you know, that's dipped in magic and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Either the steak or the dagger dipped in ah. white oak ash. Yeah, let's get into this mythology. Oh, my How, God. Okay. Uh, originals, as the name mm-hmm. implies, are original vampires. Yes. They are a family of sibling vampires that came about when their witch mother created vampirism in order to make them immortal and protect them against this werewolf clan that they were I don't at even Oxford. know if she intended to make them immortal, though. She wanted to make them, like, super strong? I... I think it started under the guise of protection, and then it got kind of extra. Yeah. As magic is wont to do. Yeah. So, vampires were invented, mm-hmm. and all of the vampires that, like, they create through their, like, bloodlust and whatever uh, are tied back to them. So, if an original vampire somehow is destroyed, all of the vampires that were created from their line also All die, of their sires. Which makes it complicated, because you yeah. can't kill klaus without also killing marcel and josh whoever that other vampire is and like a whole range of people so so if you killed all mm-hmm. of the originals there would be no more vampires there's just a lot of strategy to it the whole yeah. thing's like 16 dimensional chess it is it's really it's really complex <laughs> mm-hmm. but it is possible to kill an original vampire it's just like you can't do a normal wooden stick through the heart nope you need the white oak mm-hmm which is infused with some kind of silver or magic? Or? No, it's just the it's something about the white oak. Oh, yeah, because Part of the magic. The dagger is dipped in white oak ash. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a whole. Deal. You just kind of have to roll with the the magic elements of it because yeah, sometimes Anne and I just like don't know how stuff happens. Yeah, and it's like we could look it up, but looking it up, there's a ton of spoilers. So we're just like, you know what? Yeah, sure. Well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say that makes sense, and we're gonna move on. Like, there's a whole thing where last season all these witches got resurrected all of a sudden. And I'm like, wait, how? What are the, in the why? Very unclear. It doesn't matter. What is the harvest? What is the reapening? I don't know. Okay, pause. My dad <laughs> just listened to the first half of our catfish episode. <laughs> I'm afraid to ask him what he thought. I'm very afraid. I, the one where I say Max looks good in clothes. Well, and the one that I say Max has some sort of like hot daddy thing. Lead it. <laughs> This was not a good idea. I should have lied. We never started a podcast. We never started a podcast. I'm just going to dissolve into giggles for like five minutes. Okay. We're laughing so hard. We're like not even making noise. I'm afraid to ask him. Okay. Whatever. You know. Just pretend you never got that text. No. My dad is like the most chill. Like he... Never mind. I'm not going to share this with our listeners. I'll tell you later. But he did a lot of shenanigans in his youth. So he... I don't think we'll judge. I think he'll think we're really funny. We are really funny. I mean, I know. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Um, Intermission over. So you agree. You think we're really funny. (laughs) I mean, obviously she does. She's laughing. Wow. Wow. Okay. I'm getting it together. It's happening. Sorry, we were talking about the originals. The originals. 
What are what are some highlight moments of the first season now that we've wrapped it up? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I think something worth noting is basically what we said earlier. The relationships between these people change mm-hmm. so many mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you're always playing catch up trying to figure out, oh, are they not getting along right now? Yeah. Or are they allied right Where's now? <laughs> like there are a lot of layers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to the relationships. Yeah. And I think that must be exciting for like the writers because it's just like, no, no, none of this is set in stone. Like if you can find a compelling reason to like shake up the entire thing, like go for it. If you can come up with a flashback, like you can do whatever the yeah, hell you like, want. Yeah, at one point, Klaus was trying to murder uh, Elijah because he and was Rebecca. Like, mad at him mm-hmm. about something really intense. And then he like straight up did stab Rebecca yep. in the chest with the white oak stick but like missed her heart and she's like did you miss it on purpose of course he and missed he- it on purpose <laughs> he's like, i'm not even sure myself oh my gosh stop <laughs> also that british accent was hilarious <laughs> oh, yeah, my impression. anne's german accent is better than her oh, british yeah. accent well, when we watched um bachelor winter games and there was a a whole kerfuffle about a, a jacuzzi appointment <laughs> we made an agreement we made an appointment at the jacuzzi <laughs> and I just couldn't get over that terminology jacuzzi appointment. That's going to be my trivia team name. Jacuzzi appointment. Uh-huh. I better be on that trivia team. I'll oh, be yeah. offended if oh, I'm yeah. not. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 Anne and I have had some really stellar trivia team mm. names over the course of our Absolutely. friendship. I'm particularly proud of dim sum 41. Dim sum 41. I still like Spicer's mini fridge. <laughs> that was a classic. <laughs> That was excellent. It was very timely. It was too. topical without being depressing, uh-huh. which is impressive in this era. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we get we get props for that. You know, it's gonna be like Pruitt's fifty dollar rental. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that would that would be on the list. There you go. Who's your favorite? Or is that the game we're playing later? Um well we have a lot of games, so we might as well start here. Who is my favorite? Okay, I think it's a tie. I'm such a cliche, Anne. So my favorites are obviously Elijah and Haley. Mm-hmm. Haley As a unit or separately or both? Both, mm-hmm. I think. Because Haley is... Well, in season one, she was kind of like the moral compass of the show. Like Elijah, in theory, is a moral compass. Mm-hmm. But if you piss Elijah off, it's like all bets are off. Like mm-hmm. you don't even know what's mm-hmm. going to happen to you. Actually, you do. Your heart's going to get ripped out. Yeah, he's really fond of that. I mean, it's very like it's rich- efficient. It's dramatic. The original are dramatic. Yeah, they are. They're drama queens for uh-huh. sure. Um, so I think Haley is um, – I remember making this comparison. Oh, when we were talking about the Black Panther episode and mm-hmm. how – um, Martin Freeman's character was kind of like the audience placement, like the, ah, yeah. what is happening right now? Mm-hmm. Like, Haley, at times, is that. Yeah. She is the person being like, Why would you do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think Cammy is the other person who does that. She definitely does. She's just not around as much mm-hmm. as Haley is. But Haley is this, like, sassy moral compass is still discovering a lot of secrets about her past mm-hmm. pregnant um, princess has the craziest sexual tension with elijah like so much it's it's unbearable shocking. it's it was literally unbearable and that one time when their faces are closed and they don't kiss oh we get so mad oh we get so mad 
Um, so Haley, for sure. Um, I think just her, you know, like badass mm-hmm. female. Yeah, she's she stands up for herself in a great she way. She is not a doormat. No one could ever call Haley a doormat. Um, and she stands up to Klaus and Elijah all the time, I think, mm-hmm. which is the most impressive because they're these totally impenetrable, immortal, mm-hmm. like nothing, literally nothing can kill them that's in her arsenal. So her standing up to them is really impressive, mm-hmm. right? And then Elijah. Dreamboat. We're still really hot and bothered by the stubble in the second <laughs> season. So sorry about that. But the stubble and the fact that he's like in like a historical preservation society. now. Oh, that was I'm hilarious. Like, that was Ooh. so funny. Ooh. And of course, that was a plot point. Of course. Um, but Elijah, I think he's definitely the sanest mm-hmm. of the originals. Yeah, he's like the least hot mess. Mm-hmm. He's like a a toasted mess, but the, that you've let cool. Yeah. And he always wears a suit, which kind of upsets me because he gets in a lot of fights. And every time a suit gets messed up, I'm like, oh, mm. that's kind of bummer. Yeah. He just covered in blood in that suit at the season finale. Yeah. I'm like, but. That's crazy. He just covered in it. But seeing how much he cares about Haley just mm-hmm. inevitably, like, softens you to him, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is obviously complicated because Haley is pregnant with Klaus's hybrid baby. Yeah. So. Elijah does this, like, good sexy squint. He does. Just like. His, like, focusing face. Yeah, or his, like, slightly amused face with a little, little smirk. The little, like, tilt. Which is very different than the Klaus smirk. The Klaus smirk oh, is, like, the Klaus smirk. about to get yeah. murdered. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> no one likes yeah. that. Yeah. Excellent. I think that those are two good favorites to have. Mm-hmm. I think Elijah's definitely one of my favorites because he's very appealing. Um, but I also like when there are roles, you know? Yeah. And he's one who's like, I like have these principles and these rules. I'm going to follow them. And that's how it's going to go. Um, I respect it. But if I'm looking for my other favorite, I think I'm just so, I'm so entertained all the time by how over the top klaus is and how well it works even after all this time when he has like a total meltdown like every episode and a half yep even maybe more often than more that, often honestly. than that sometimes sometimes multiple times per episode where he's just like shouting his lungs out and like threatening to kill his siblings and like everything um but the fact that like that doesn't get old it doesn't that's impressive actually that's a good point and it's a huge testament i think also to the actor who is joseph morgan is incredible that's something i mentioned to Anne when we started watching the originals i was like it's crazy how amazing these actors are Mm -hmm. especially the originals i think the originals were okay this is actually my theory as to why the vampire diaries started sucking Mm -hmm. was because the originals got their own Mm spinoff because the originals were the most interesting thing to happen to the vampire diaries Throughout their entire run. Mm-hmm. Um, and had the best actors, the most compelling characters, the most interesting twists. Mm-hmm. Which they were like, oh yeah, we should give them their own show. And then the yeah, Vampire Diaries slowly died from there. Womp womp. Uh, I know, right? So, sorry, I don't know why I brought that up. Oh, they're really good actors. That's why I brought that it's up. True. It's true. They're fantastic. Because I'm like, wow, like this script is ridiculous. Like, what kind of a person says these things that they're saying right now mm-hmm. and then i think like honestly if there was if if there's even a shred a little bit less commitment yeah from the actors right now this would be silly 
But instead, yes. I'm on the edge of my seat. Mm-hmm. I've stopped breathing. And I can't wait to hear what they have to say next. Or what they do next. Yeah, the quality of the acting is is really impressive. Mm-hmm. And not that I am ever ready to knock a CW show. Because I think overall, they're very well cast. Mm-hmm. And everyone is very talented. But the originals, it's a it's a different level of commitment. Yeah. I think. I'm sold. So, yeah, I think... Ugh. I can't say I stand by his choices, but I also got to say I think Klaus is one of my favorite characters. He Because you never know what's coming. Mm-hmm. I think that's the like unpredictability of him is just compelling, mm-hmm. right? He was What was he doing <laughs> that just had me cracking up? He was um, painting oh, his big gross. canvas using the blood of his enemies. Literally. Literally. He would dip a paintbrush in an open neck slit Mm -hmm. and paint with it. What was I laughing at really, really hard? Oh, when they were killing the werewolves. Mm. And everyone was being really extra. Mm -hmm. Uh, So something that happened end of first season, beginning of second season, was um, one of the witches created moonlight rings, which are the werewolf equivalent of daylight rings. So instead of giving vampires the ability to be outside during the day they give werewolves the ability to turn at will so they yeah. don't have to be tied to the moon yeah just turning off the bad side effects of your curse <clears throat> mm-hmm. um so moonlight rings entered the picture and klaus of course could not have that because they tied the moonlight rings to his power so mm-hmm. every time the full moon happened yeah his powers the, were weakened. the power from the moonlight ring comes directly from Klaus's power so it drains him so mm-hmm. that you don't have to turn into a werewolf on the full moon yep so every full moon he basically like get pms um really bad hybrid pms exactly like the kind where you like can't go to work yeah so it's serious yeah it was it, and then everyone sort of banded together and because there were only a certain it was kind of lord of the rings-esque there were mm-hmm. only a certain number of moonlight yeah, rings were like 12 so they them. had to go up and like get all of them mm-hmm. and the montage was hilarious there were a lot of like lost wrists and fingers and yeah. arms yep and like wolfsbane coming from a sprinkler system oh that was good poisonous. that was amazing yeah that was a marcel trick yeah they locked them in a warehouse and had the sprinkler system uh-huh. rain down wolfsbane yeah it really, was pretty it really legit. Set a good tone for the second season. It just like in case you forgot what this show is about it's about uh cutting off limbs and slitting throats yeah, it's pretty good. There is an unnatural and, amount of throat slitting. Tension. Prepare yourself for that. Mm-hmm. Like, at least a couple times per episode. And I are like, ew. Mm-hmm. What? No. So. So having finished up season one, what can we look forward to in the, the very preliminary parts of season two that we've started? That's a great question. I think, so because Elijah and Haley were finally at a good place, like right before the end of season one, obviously something had to happen. Mm-hmm. To mess that up because you need the you tension to continue. Endings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after Haley loses her baby, mm-hmm. she and becomes a vampire hybrid. Hybrid vampire. She is kind of you know off the deep end there. Yeah. Um, and so she's going she, through some rough shit. She's going through some rough shit. She's not really. Her heart isn't open. Mm-hmm. Um, she's much more murderous. She's pretty murderous thanks to her new vampire self mm-hmm. i guess 
um, and is just so broken, I think, from the baby abduction, almost murder of her baby, and then having to send her baby away. Mm -hmm. Like, that would do a number on anyone. uh, Aunt Rebecca. Yeah. With Rebecca, like, the baby's going to be fine. We know that. Mm -hmm. Maybe hope. Yeah, that was stupid. I'm sorry. That was the one thing. A new hope for this family. (laughs) It's a real bad. Um, Also, did he consult Haley? He just named their daughter. No, he straight up just named her Baby Hope. (laughs) Whatever. That would not fly with me. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. No. No. (laughs) Um, But Haley wanted like Zoe. You know, she wanted something normal. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah. (laughs) whatever but Haley is going through a lot of shit and so her relationship with elijah has been compromised and you can tell he really wants to be there for her but she's mm-hmm. just too far gone she's yeah and just not open he to doesn't it. know anything about the hybrid experience or the losing a baby experience that also that's that. pretty unique <laughs> frankly um or, you know getting <laughs> getting your throat slit experience yeah that was a bummer too uh because they thought Haley had died in the season finale i thought Haley had died i knew she hadn't died i checked imdb i screamed and i was like she could probably die i think right we now. both screamed but i was like she's not gonna die i, I checked and i was like are you sure you i was like, sure i'm gonna check <laughs> i was sure um so elijah and klaus were mourning her because her throat had been slit by crazy witches because they both love her but kind of in like different in ways. different ways mm-hmm. um so we're waiting for Haley and Elijah to get their shit together. I think obviously Haley is on some sort of arc where she needs to come to terms with her vampire self and mm-hmm. or the vampire parts of herself mm-hmm. and um, not accept everything that happened with her baby, but work it out of her system. Yeah, or, something like that. Or have some sense yeah, of and like hope. make space for the experience that she's yeah. had. Um, and realize that it's not, you know, the end of their story. Like, she is going to get her baby back at some point. Yeah. Like, life is long when you're an immortal vampire hybrid. Life is long. Mm-hmm. And your baby is also an immortal vampire hybrid. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so I think that's something we have to look forward to. I don't know when that's going to happen. But the craziest thing about season two is the only people who really have any true power over the originals are their parents, mm-hmm. Esther and Michael. Mm-hmm. And in oh, the second the season, the bo- the both of them, both of them are back uh-huh. in the second season. So Michael is the vampire vampire hunter. Uh-huh. He uh, is a vampire who eats vampires. He's a vampire who eats vampires, and he especially hates Klaus because Klaus mm-hmm. isn't actually his son because he was from Esther's affair. Yeah, he's really hung up on that. Yeah, you'd think he'd get over it God, after a thousand dude, years. Seriously. Like, dude, right? like, I know he was your favorite kid, but like, therapy. Cool it. I know he has a lot of problems. And then Esther, Toxic even though masculinity as a vampire hunter, that's Michael. Yep, and then Esther is having some sort of weird transference because. Technically, she's responsible for... Actually, she is 100% responsible for her kids being vampires. But she is horrified by what they've become. So she also wants to get rid of them. Yeah. But, like, they only exist that way because you made them, Esther. She hates them because they're abominations, but they're abominations because... Her abominations. So it's like, um, all right. So Esther and Michael basically have a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. But now they're both back at the same time. How do they feel about each other? Do we know that? No. Oh, we'll find out, I hope. I mean, I think Michael has... 
He's got to resent her for the Klaus thing, right? For the affair. he hates Klaus so much he and it's hates not even Klaus his fault. so much. But I wonder if, you know, it's the same way when your partner cheats, you hold it more against the person they cheated with. I think it might be one of those things. Like mm. he resents Klaus more than he resents Esther because he loves Esther and is trying to... It's confusing. Yep. It's that kind of... Nobody in this family could handle their goddamn emotions. Except Elijah sometimes. Sometimes. He's the best at it. But he's, like, really repressed most of the time. I think yeah, that's the that's problem. His own thing. He just, like, tamps it down. Or, yeah, he was even, like, <sighs> there was this discussion with he where he was, like, with Haley and, um, spoiler it, they kiss. But, um, it was she's such like, a good kiss. She's, like, telling him something, like, hey, like, something I want you to know. Like, I'm, like, technically betrothed to this, like, werewolf Jackson. He was like, oh, well, you know, like, whatever you need to do for your family. I know I'm one who sacrifices a lot for family. And she's just like, can you just like not? And then they make out. It was great. But he was ready to be like, oh, I suppose you're betrothed to this other family. And then I... Because he's so her. respectful. Yeah. But Haley just wants somebody to grab her and kiss her. She wants Well, Haley Elijah wants Elijah to, to show... Him, because that's kind of the, the other side of Elijah is he's so repressed and so principled that... Most of the time, you're not actually seeing his true emotions. And so I think that was her trying to break through the facade. Like, mm-hmm. just show me. Mm-hmm. Show me. Mm-hmm. And then he did. Yay. Like, against a wall. And it was and great. And freaked out. And then nothing else happened. The uh, camera went away and a new scene started. If we were to make a fan-made video where we pull all of the... A fan vid, as a, they say? Yes. A fan vid. That is the technical term. Where we pull all the clips of Haley and Elijah that we like best, which mm-hmm. obviously is going to include the ones where they make out, but not until the climax of the song yep. that we said it to. What song should we choose? <gasps> oh my gosh, that's such a good question. <laughs> what song would our I mean, this fan might take us a while be to set out. to? Hold on, I'm perusing my phone. Also, in case you were wondering, I said to my dad, please don't judge us. We are under the influence. And my t- <laughs> And my dad said, no judgment, but surprisingly intellectual or pop culture nerdy. Sophisticated, which... Tell him to put that in the iTunes review. Anne says you should review us. Okay. What song would it be? Hmm. I'm looking. Okay. So... (laughs) Do you have an idea? You should go. If you know, you should go. Uh, Last week we talked about... Or last... one one In a recent episode, we talked about... Sean Mendez's new song. <laughs> oh my god. And I just think it would be really fun to have like a, a vampire romance set to Sean Mendez in, in my, my blood. blood. Ooh, very on the nose there. <laughs> I like it. Because and what I like about that song is it's like it's very angsty, it's sad, and it's like it's grappling with itself. But then there's this just like catharsis. Mm-hmm. And I would put the catharsis that would be the kissing. I can see that. That makes sense to me. I think this is hard for me because it's usually like a pretty cliche song that's used. Mm, mm -hmm. And not to make myself sound like an asshole who like doesn't listen to cliche songs because that's not the case. All of you. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Um, But this is going to be hard for me, friends. This is going to be hard. Oh my gosh. Okay, idea. This this <laughs> is so multi-layered. Okay. 
I would say the Ariana Grande song, Just a Little Bit of Your Heart, which oh was God. written by Harry Styles. Oh, my God. And it's like that exact level of sappy ridiculous that fan vid music mm-hmm. is and has that sort of like longing. Yeah, that's just a little bit of your heart. That's mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. I can picture it now. Yeah, I, I can too. It's like <laughs> going into my mind right now. Excellent. We're going to try our hand at video editing. Don't worry. Yeah, I got to learn that. I'm actually not bad at video editing. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll delegate that. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll spread our technical expertise. <laughs> Follow us for more in Ivanka Limstand. <laughs> As we pivot to video. <laughs> Except by video, we mean fan vids, not us. Yeah, exactly. That will come later. <laughs> and then someday somebody will make a fan vid of us. <gasps> People would ship us. People are already think? shipping us. <laughs> come on. Sorry. <laughs> I don't have enough faith in our fans. One of our two fans is already shipping us. That's true. I mean, we're basically asking for it. Mm-hmm. Wow, bad language, bad choice of words, Lita. Ooh, okay. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna breeze right past that. But you know, anytime there's not like necessarily ambiguous sexuality, but like complementary sexuality, mm-hmm. people are like, it's happening. It was Even like in Love Simon. Not. I'm just like, oh, yeah. I want them to be together. It's like, yeah, but they're not like in each other. I'm like, yeah, but I still want them to be together. Like with the originals. Exactly. <laughs> like how I want Klaus and Rebecca to finally make out. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a reason that he sabotaged all of her relationships over like 500 years. And it's not wrong. And like I pointed out in one of our previous episodes, they're only half siblings. <laughs> And they're vampires. Like, yeah, that makes it different. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it's like, uh, it's a whole thing. I think, like, there's more than one reason why Klaus was so upset that, like, Marcel and Rebecca were dating for a little bit. And it's, one, because he's in love with Marcel. And, two, because he's I definitely was, in love I with Rebecca. I was just about to say that. Yeah, it has. Because Klaus, even though he presents himself as this super, like, unfeeling person, he's so possessive. Oh God, he's 100% feeling. He's. And it's like jealousy. I think jealousy yeah. is the number one emotion that Klaus experiences. Oh, yeah. um, and so when Elijah was there for Marcel in mm-hmm. a way that Klaus wasn't, he was super threatened by that. Mm-hmm. And then anyone who's ever made Rebecca happy, Klaus is threatened by that. Mm-hmm. So basically, he threw he that one guy to- over to Bannister. Murdered him. He did. And I'm daylight. sure that's not the first time that had happened. No, it was like the 25th time. And mm-hmm. she was like, again? Mm-hmm. I liked him. Mm-hmm. Let's start something new. Okay. A game? Yeah. Which game? Any of them. Okay. I think we should start with Fuck, Mary Kill, because that was my first idea. Mm-hmm. So let's each give each other a trio, and then we can always play it more than once if it turns out to be interesting. But Excellent. do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? I think you should go first. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you your your trio: Elijah, Klaus, Rebecca. Go. Oh, the main originals. Yep, you're just hitting me hard. I mean, this is what Anne's fan fiction premise was, so I think it's only appropriate. <laughs> yes. Um. Oh, this is hard. Yep, everyone's so here's attractive. The thing you want to do all three to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> 
at different points. That's what makes the show so good. That's true. Um, but if I didn't get, if I didn't jump at the opportunity to marry Elijah, come on, I would judge you. Uh, yeah. So marry Elijah. You just gotta. Yep. Yeah, th- really that's hard. a tricky one. Because you know sex with Klaus is fun. Like, well, it's gotta I be. don't know that he's that giving. But that can also be fun. Depending Maybe. on what you're into. I, mean, I, yeah, 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 I feel yeah. like it is. Yeah, My gut I tells me it is. Okay. I'll go But along. also Rebecca, like, she's a lover. You know, she just, like, really gets attached to people. Mm-hmm. Which maybe honestly would be too intense for me. Mm. But also I think sex with Klaus is a risky move. It's terrifying. Because what if you end up like Haley? You either end up knocked <laughs> up or dead. Those are basically <gasps> your only two options. Oh my god. But I can't I can't kill Klaus. Because as much as he's like the instigator of so much drama and problems, I kinda like the drama. Okay. I kinda like the problems. Okay. So I would, I would, I would kill Rebecca, which would probably end up just being like, you know, her getting daggered for a while and coming back in 50 years because mm-hmm. she's an original. You can't really kill her. Yep. Um, and I would, <laughs> I would fuck Klaus and immediately leave town and change my name. That seems like the best <laughs> course of action. Um, that's the only way to stay safe. Okay. Okay. I don't know what Anne's going to do to me right now. <laughs> okay. No, I figured it out. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I have a fun one for you. Okay. Of kind of like uh, second string characters. No. Sometimes third string. <laughs> this is going to suck. And the, the <clears throat> fuck, Mary kill I present to Lita is Davina, Jackson, and Thierry. No. <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> Okay, but I know exactly what I'm going to do. Kill Thierry because he's Obviously. the fucking worst. Just for the hat. The hat is awful. His name is spelled stupid. He made a jazz record. Like, he's everyone's mm-hmm. least favorite cliche. Mm-hmm. Put him in the garden. Put him in the garden, which is where Marcel puts his enemies. He basically, like, encases them in concrete. Yeah, it's very, like, <laughs> cask of a monster, whatever the heck that Poe wrote. Mm-hmm. So, Keltieri, obviously, and then fuck Davina and oh. Mary Jackson. Jackson. Explain. Okay, well, I explained why I killed Thierry. Mary, because he's insufferable. Because he's insufferable. And I think that's why you have to fuck Davina, because she's also insufferable, yeah. but in a more tolerable way. Yeah. But she's also 16, so we'd need to age, age that up, up a little yeah, bit. Okay, yeah. okay. And then Mary Jackson, because he doesn't really have any negative characteristics he has mild francine hair which <laughs> but i could just make him man bun it and then it would be a lot mm-hmm. better oh yeah he, that's what he needs he would be good in a man bun so explain the francine hair reference because i get it but i just want to make oh, sure that okay, everybody good point. gets it so we referenced this actually quite some time ago in our bachelor episode i think ah. um because i made fun of ben <laughs> flanick from uh, the yeah, bachelor and how he had Francine hair, and people have made little images of like him <laughs> compared to Francine from the show Arthur, mm-hmm. which you inevitably watched on PBS. Um, and then, actually, quite recently, I got a haircut, 
and I really didn't like how it turned out and so I went back to have someone else fix it and she was like okay what's going on and I was like have you seen Arthur I look like Francine Mm -hmm. and then she fixed Mm -hmm. my hair now it looks great but for a while it didn't yeah so he has Francine here he has the middle part he has the like kind of shaggy weird not a lot of body not a lot of uh yeah he's like if you were doing a Gilmore Girls parody and you needed to cast somebody who like kind of looked and sounded like Jess and had like a really mm. good Jess from Gilmore Girls impression. But like poor man's Jess. It would be Jackson. Which yeah. makes sense because he was in another Amy Sherman Palladino production. Bunheads. Bunheads, yes. Yeah, so I think marry him just because he's the least annoying. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, is kind of a bummer. But you can't marry Davina or Thierry. What are you going to do? Hang out at the record store and buy like ancient Icelandic folk That's music? That's hilarious, actually. With Davina? What are you going to do with Thierry? Actually, what you would Have do. Have him listen, <laughs> like, listen while he plays, you know, the I don't saxophone know. saxophone or whatever. Saxophone. Yeah. No. No. And Davina. I have a really hard time separating Danielle Campbell from Louis Tomlinson and that whole shenanigans on like baby gate. So I just, I can't take Danielle Campbell seriously. And she just showed up in the Bella Thorne freeform show famous in love. And I just, I look at her and I'm like, I just can't with you. She's got a very like uh, cherub like face. Cherub, like pouty cherub. Because she's like, Oh, I don't know. Sexy cherub, but in a She's bad way. She's sexy pouty cherub. Yeah, that's really weird. It's it makes me feel weird, and 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 not in the good weird. So that is my that is my my answer to you. As I, that is my answer to you. I think uh, that's solid, and I appreciate you. you taking the time to consider. I mean, that didn't actually require a lot of mental gymnastics. <laughs> it was pretty obvious because Terry had to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for the hat. Uh, again, just but for the hat. But let's appreciate that Anne gave me a bunch of second string assholes, and I gave <laughs> well, her gave the me, originals. You gave me the first. What am I going to do? Do the same three? I don't think no, so. No, you could have given me Haley. Mm-hmm. You could have given me Marcel. Cammy. You could have given me Cammy. Like, there were other options. I could have, but I didn't. And I don't have any regrets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, what's, our, what's our next game? Game okay. Master. Um, yes. Oh, actually, before we play any more games, I have a couple things that I wrote down that I wanted to share because mm-hmm. we just started season two, like we yes. said. Yes. And Daniel Sharman shows up from Ooh. Teen Wolf. Isaac Ooh. from Teen Wolf. <laughs> and he's actually allowed to use his British accent this time, which is and it's nice. different. It's nice. So that was just like a fun teen show crossover thing. Yeah. yeah. Except I've always had kind of not like negative feelings towards him, but him and... Crystal Reed, who mm-hmm. played Allison, mm-hmm. they dated for a couple years, mm-hmm. and then he ended it suddenly, and she was heartbroken. Did she leave the show because of him? No. Because I'd be so mad. Yeah. No, she didn't, but I remember being very upset about that when I was into Teen Wolf, so mm-hmm. I look at him, and I'm like, you're smarmy. And like I told Anna, I was like, you can't trust people who are that pretty. You just it's can't. True. It's true. Yeah, Teen Wolf... I adore the first and second seasons, and we'll probably do a whole episode on this later. Props. But I do feel like the more screen time Isaac got, the less I enjoyed the show. And it didn't have anything to do with him, but I think it's just like the show swiftly went downhill, and what they did was put more of him on screen. And a lot of other characters, like the weird twins and 
Kira shows up and Allison dies and there's I just wanted Scott and Allison to be together forever is that so much of an ask no (sighs) anyway so Daniel Sharman shows up that's one thing I noted that we should we should bring up also something that I think Marcel says about Klaus that if anyone can mourn and murder at the same time, it's him. <laughs> that is Klaus summed up completely in a sentence. It shows how well that Marcel knows Klaus because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he just nailed it. Yep. Absolutely. So, oh, the other thing I wanted to appreciate, the other thing that really cracked us up besides the um, werewolf decapitation montage was, or not decapitation, but like, murder montage well but like what's like uh dismemberment dismemberment montage there we go was when marcel called davina little d little d fully serious like it wasn't a joke or anything he's like how's it going little d and i was like and i looked at lena and you're like It wasn't pleasant. It was really funny because Klaus calls Haley Little Wolf, but Klaus is creepy enough and like weird yeah, enough as he a person would say that. that it makes sense. But when Marcel says that, it's like either well, they... you're coming onto her in a really uncomfortable way or you're trying to make her like a weird rapper. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? Little nobody, D. Nobody wants to be called Little D. Nobody does. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Uh, who thought of this? So, Marcel, Marcel sometimes skates by on his good looks. <laughs> He's really and attractive. He doesn't always say the cleverest things, maybe. No, he doesn't. Okay, well, I think those were the two things I wanted, or three things, I guess, that I wanted to make sure I mentioned because they're that funny. Um, so we have a few different directions to go to from here. Mm-hmm. And if you want to impromptu some originals fanfic, you're welcome to do that. Impromptu. And I will support you in that. I can fill in some dialogue. Okay. So this is me, like, pitching a, a fanfic concept. Okay. And then I would I would just, like, want your feedback. Okay. On if, <laughs> if this idea has legs. So obviously my fanfiction is about the very complex love triangle that is Klaus... Marcel and Rebecca and this is a just like very emotionally intense fic that takes place in at their um like prohibition party it's like in it's like the 1920s and you know like prohibition law is about to be passed so they're just like throwing a party and drinking up the last the last quote-unquote of their alcohol and this is where in canon I believe the relationship between Rebecca and Marcel gets like discovered and Klaus like makes a big show of like being like, you know what? Actually, like I give this my blessing. So it's, it's there. And then it's like, it's like the after party and um, you know, there's maybe some people are making out and then Klaus like discovers, you know, Rebecca and Marcel making out and, like, says some things and maybe, like, Marcel, like, strokes his cheek a little bit. I don't know. And it just goes from there. That's my pitch. <laughs> I don't know if this has legs. I might cut it later because I'm <laughs> embarrassed by it. But I just 
okay, so much tension. Let's workshop a little bit. Okay. Here is what I would add. I think you have to add in the Michael element. So this has to be oh, when yes. Marcel and Rebecca have already um, commissioned Michael. Genevieve to summon Michael. Mm-hmm. So they have their own Alyssa affair and they are waiting to, you know, sort of be rid of Klaus mm-hmm. for once and for all. But at the same time, they're both very connected to him, right? Like Rebecca is his sister. Marcel is his adopted son. Weird son Sometimes figure. how he gets described, but he's also not that yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's, really. it's very complicated. Um, So I think they have individually very complicated relationships with Klaus and then they also have very complicated relationships with him together because he Mm -hmm. is perceived to be in the way of their Mm -hmm. love right Mm -hmm. so I think that would automatically lead to a very charged kind of situation so if they had used Genevieve contacted Michael and then Klaus enters the picture Mm -hmm. I think it would be this weird combination of like guilt and like heightened emotion mm-hmm. so if klaus like walked in at the right time i think shenanigans would go down also it's alcohol fueled so oh yeah because prohibition and originals can still get drunk <clears throat> yep they can so yeah i think you just have to add in a couple layers there and then it works excellent yeah the inner monologues the guilt the anguish the heightened emotions yeah mm-hmm that's all I got right now. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. I mean, because the other avenue you can go in is the Klaus, Elijah, Haley kind of situation. Oh, mm-hmm. And then you can kind of toss in Rebecca and Marcel too. Like you could have a whole. It's a whole deal. It's a whole deal. So you could basically pick like series. any of those three characters and just, you know, go with it. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, it wasn't ever really a love triangle, but the Klaus, Elijah, Haley thing was very complicated. In my heart, it's a love triangle. <laughs> So that was Anne's impromptu fan fiction. She's not drunk enough to make it racy next time. Don't worry, fans. I'll get there. <laughs> She'll get there. <laughs> One day she will be as brazen as me. <laughs> as brazen as her co-host. Um, okay, so we have a couple different directions. Oh, the other thing. So Klaus is meeting with Cassie, who's actually his mother, Esther, in the second Mm -hmm. season, and she's made him chamomile tea. Mm -hmm. He calls out her botanical musings, and we decided that would be a really good band name. So botanical botanical musings. musings. The guy beast on a rock, obviously. It it would be good. Or a good trivia team name. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. that would just confuse people, and that's kind of ideal. Yeah. I mean, not everybody's going to get all our references. No. So we can talk about what we think Haley or how Haley and Elijah would eventually bone get together. Yeah. Because they haven't yet. They've just kissed. No, it's been very. very... Because there's always something in the way. Like, I think the first time they kiss, Elijah feels guilty because of the Klaus thing and mm-hmm. it's complicated and he's overwhelmed. And then the second time, it's right before she gets fetal abducted. <laughs> yeah. Or gets almost fetal abducted. It really looks like they're going to commit fetal abduction, yeah. and then they don't. Uh, they just they just like baby wait five minutes for her to actually birth her baby, yeah. and then abduct the fetus. Yeah, exactly. At which point, it's a baby. Yeah. Um, so then, obviously, Haley is too like emotionally damaged yeah. to have any sort of romantic relationship. So both times they kiss, it's like very satisfying, mm-hmm. but then very unsatisfying moments afterwards. Because mm-hmm. the first time Elijah runs away. It's true. 
So what do we think? What's going to be the tipping point? Well, right now, Haley is in crisis. She has unresolved things. Yes. And she's, like, lashing out. Like, she's, like, breaking furniture and, like, murdering people. But that's very part of the course. Like, remember when everyone else became vampires? Yeah. Like, I think most notably Caroline. Yeah. Um, Like, you're at such a heightened state. Mm Mm-hmm emotionally which can lead to some like hot sexy times if you play your cards right but when you're that sad like it heightens the emotions you already have so oh yeah she's Haley's... just sad right now yeah so she needs to see her daughter like there's no way that she's gonna be like ready to go to the bone zone without she needs some sort of resolution some resolution with our yeah. relationship also like what happened to fucking facetime can't rebecca just be like auntie rebecca and baby hope say hello yeah seriously like technology could be pretty invaluable here but it's a whole thing so i think it gets to the point where Haley is just like wasting away Mm -hmm. like she can't go on she's so sad she's like i just the only thing in the whole world which she's kind of already said like as i want to see my child Mm -hmm. like nothing makes me feel any better at all um so at some point Elijah has to be like, I can't stand to see Haley like this anymore. Like, it's tearing me apart inside to see her so sad. And I'm, like, genuinely worried for her. So they go on a road trip. Impromptu. Secret. Dead of night. Can't tell anybody. Because if they did, they might be followed. And then Baby Hope might be found out. So he basically, like, kidnaps her. And they go on a road trip. And they go visit Baby Hope. And it's a lovely, beautiful visit. And there's, like, a bonding moment. And then it just, like, sparkles in their eyes and tears. And Rebecca looks on and is, like, wistful about, like, I never had this. And I'm, I'll never be a mother. Blah, blah, blah. And Rebecca has her own, like, moment. Um, which she's, you know, allowed to have. I'm not trying to, like, brush that aside. But back to what we really care about, which is romance between Elijah and um, Haley. Um, you know, they road trip back and um like she's like in the in the passenger seat and she's like starts crying and he's like I- i'm so sorry like i thought this would make things better like i thought it would be good for you and she's like no don't you understand like you did i i am better and i'm crying because i can finally feel again and then he pulls over the side of the road <laughs> and they furiously make out um and shenanigans happen and it, i don't know it's like a nice car it's got a very big back seat they are not gonna have sex for the first time in a car and but aren't they no okay i have a completely different take on this okay so one of my favorite things one of my favorite tropes as they say mm-hmm. i will present the scene so Something we didn't really... I mean, we talked about how much Elijah cares for Haley, but Mm -hmm. it's worth noting that in that final scene after they think Haley is dead because the crazy witches slit her throat. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Um, Monique sucks. She's the worst. She's objectively the worst character. She She has no redeemable qualities. to be a real bitch. She's so terrible. Um... So Elijah... I mean, Klaus is upset because one, he did actually care for Haley, even Mm -hmm. though... He presents himself as someone who has no feeling. Yeah. He's got um, affinity toward her. Yes. And she was the mother of his child. Like, complicated emotions there, right? So, 
he has her in his lap and he's crying and Elijah comes in mm. and realizes what has happened and kind of loses his shit. He's, yeah, like, he's I, like, you were bested? Like, what's the point of being invincible if you can't save this woman that I love? And he said, I don't let people in. Mm-hmm. I let her in. Mm-hmm. And because... That's something we haven't really talked about with Elijah is he presents this really infallible mm-hmm. screen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Him admitting that Haley really meant a lot to him and him like opening himself up to Haley was a really big deal because the last time he had really, really done that was Celeste. Ugh, Celeste. Right? Worse than Monique. <sighs> Celeste's the worst. Anyway, <laughs> so... Speaking of crazy witches. <laughs> There's no shortage of them. Oh, every... Uh, last time we had a saying witch? Never. Never. Not on this show. No. Anyway, so he's really torn up. He obviously just cares about her so much, but is kind of lost as to how to help her, mm-hmm. right? Because he knows that Klaus is the only person who truly, truly understands what she's going through because they both lost their daughter. Mm-hmm. And Elijah is obviously very... Um, wrapped up in that because he cares for Haley, he cares for Klaus, he obviously cares about his niece. Mm-hmm. It's so weird that people who are a thousand years old can have nieces, but we're yep. just gonna skip through <laughs> that. Um, Baby Hope's grandmother is like Esther the witch. Yeah, murderous cuckoo pants. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Yeah, and her grandfather is other murderous Michael cuckoo the, pants. The vampire vampire hunter. They just lost the parent lottery, those (laughs) originals. Like, we couldn't have expected them to to turn out any better because they're a disaster. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so the way I envision this going down is Haley is kind of on this rampage. She's pretty bloodthirsty right now. To be fair, she's not, like, hurting any innocent people or Mm -hmm. perceived innocent people. Like, she's draining a bunch of witches because witches tried to kill her baby. Like, fair. You know, I I can understand that, Um, even if it's not, like, ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I imagine a situation where she's maybe just like attacked some witches attacked because she killed Francesca too, mm-hmm. who's the weird like mobster werewolf lady who doesn't even matter anymore because she died like three episodes into her arc. Mm-hmm. Um, so something, something, um, impactful has just happened and Haley is trying to deal with it with her crazy hybrid emotions mm-hmm. and she's in her room and she all of a sudden just like breaks down. She's just like, oh, oh my God, yeah. I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what I'm going through. This is so hard for me to to deal with, right? And then, of course, Elijah, in her moment of need, appears in the doorway. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> this is very detailed. Does Sorry. he go to her? <laughs> he appears in the doorway, and he sees her crying. And he's like, oh, my God. Like, I don't know, because she has historically really not wanted any comfort from me since all of this shit has gone down um, and has actually actively been pushing me away. And she's she's crying, but he has to go to her, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's how much he... He has to go to her. He has to go to her, so he does. And it's one of those things... Oh, my gosh. This is like an iconic OC moment to bring back the OC (laughs) after Love, Simon, where this person is breaking down and like actively trying to fight the person... Mm -hmm who is trying to comfort them and eventually like gives in and is just like, you know, crazy crying. So she's crying. He's holding her. She's making like an emotional breakthrough because she's finally, I don't know, accepting her feelings for what they are, not, you know, trying all of these destructive coping mechanisms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then obviously he kisses her 
and then they have some sort of breakthrough and it's all very lovely for everyone amazing i can't wait we'll see which one of us is closest (laughs) god knows i have no idea um it's gotta happen it's got it's gotta happen because there was a point like last season i was like if they don't kiss soon i'm gonna destroy some property i don't know i'm gonna lash out but then they kissed like the next episode so it worked out yeah it was great it was a great kiss they have really good chemistry i can't wait to keep watching like you describing that like made me like man i can't wait to watch the show again highly endorse the originals we love the originals (laughs) the originals must endorse (laughs) must endorse (laughs) (laughs) all right so as always we will wrap up with our signature game um, which involves taking some public figures and speculating as to what their either their favorite character is or the one that they like are the most relate um, to on a show. Mm-hmm. And because we're feeling very uh, hoity-toity, fancy pants, being in the iTunes store now, uh, w- we're the public figures. It's us. Surprise, Anne and Lita. <laughs> um, yeah, we just want to get it out of our system. And celebrate our new notoriety. Um, <laughs> uh, so, and then obviously the the fandom that we're drawing this from this time will be the originals because we can't get it out of our heads or our hearts. Um, who should start? I have a theory. Yes. Okay. So if I were to compare you to a character from the originals, I would say you are Cammy. Mm-hmm. And this kind of goes back to what we were talking about in our, not last, but the one before that, Mm -hmm. second to last episode when we were talking about Catfish, um, how you are the person who is always looking out, who isn't necessarily the instigator, who isn't necessarily the victim, but who is kind of caught up in the middle of everything Mm -hmm. and looking out for people. And so... I I, I do care. So I think Anne would be... Cammy, she's the person who got wrapped up in all of this because Marcel saw her at a bar and had a crush on her, right? Like it just it just happens out of nowhere. Uh-huh. And then you discover that your brother and your uncle and like all of these other people are involved and you become kind of an unwilling participant yeah. in everything. Yeah. Um, but you go along with it because you do care that much. And yeah. this like network of people who you never really understood how they all fit together, they become people you're trying to protect. Yeah. And which is very impressive. Like it's like a human, mm-hmm. no powers whatsoever. You know, she's got like family connections. Yeah. But other than that, you know, she's just trying to make it work. But, but she, she also mm-hmm. sets good boundaries too. She like she's like with Marcel and she's like, Hey, you know, I really need to take a step back from all of this. I need to end this because I got to look out for me and like my career. And I want to be helping humans, not supernatural people right now. Uh, it doesn't end up working out for her because duh. But um, I feel like, you know, I like to work on speaking up for myself and setting good boundaries. And I, I see Cammy is a good role model mm-hmm. for that. I'm flattered. I like that. Oh. <laughs> so I figured out what I believe uh, if Lita were in the original universe, who she would be. And it is Marcel. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. The reason why is I think you are charismatic and you're able to quickly build 
genuine relationships with people where they like want to like root for you and be on your side so you you have been told before that you would make a good cult leader i think one of the closest things to a cult leader that's not literally a weird crazy ass witch in the originals is marcel because he's able to form this like vast network of allies and people he considers like real friends Mm -hmm. to help him like take over the french quarter and dominate the witches and you know all these other things um and even now we're seeing like his entire vampire network has been totally depleted. Like everybody got slaughtered at the end of season one mm-hmm. and he's right back at it, like forming a new network. And he's like, Hey, here's what I can offer you. And I'm looking for warriors <laughs> who like fight for what they believe in. Like not just people who are like good fighters, but people who fight for what they believe in. Um, and he's explaining all this to Josh because you know, Josh is there. Um, so I, I think there's that. Um, and also he's one of the, like the more stable characters on mm-hmm. the originals. Like he didn't have, uh, <laughs> Klaus's parents, which, yes. you know, definitely set that whole family back. Um, the drawback to that is he did have Klaus kind of as his parent. Um, so he didn't come away unscathed, but he makes reasonable decisions. He leads with his heart, um, and friendship and loyalty are very, very important to him. And I think he sets high standards for the people who are his friends. Um, and that's something I definitely see in Lita. So, yeah. Oh, that's so flattering. I love that. Um, I sort of thought you were going to go with Haley, but the only reason is because I think everyone else is wrong all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like a key Haley character. Yeah. She's like, mm, no. <laughs> but I definitely see the Marcel parallels and... I feel very seen and appreciated right Aww. now. Aww. Friendship. <laughs> <laughs> and Marcel and Cammy are obviously very uh, compatible. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, for the the one person out there, maybe, <laughs> who's writing their, their RPF about this podcast, um, I just, you know, I gave them a big leg up. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, it's good. We encourage it. You know, live your life. Send live your it dreams. in. Um, you can follow us. At Vodka Lemonstand on Twitter. You can also go to our website, www.vodkalemonadestand.com. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you want to hear. Um, and please, if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe in the iTunes store. Because that's the thing now. And we're... We're so legit. We're so pumped about it. We can't stop talking about it. Uh, yeah. Recommend us to your friends. Please do. Spread the love. We're very entertaining. Cheers. Cheers.